And welcome in, everybody. How are you doing? It's Greg Davis. It is Priority Talk Live, and we are pleased to have you with us today right here on WXJC Radio, 101.1 FM. And, uh, of course, always listen live at WXJC Radio, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and the podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com, or search it out. You'll find it, Priority (laughs) Talk Radio. Anything you hear on the show, you can find it there as well. And you can listen later. We are glad you're with us today. And we're going to spend the better part of this hour visiting with my good friends, uh, Dr. Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier, two pastors here in the state of Alabama. We can tell you more about who they are and what they do and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, guys, it is great to have you all here with me. I don't know why you haven't already been here before. <laughs> That's my fault, I guess. But it's great to have you guys here today to talk about discipleship. Very yeah. important topic. We're pumped. We're excited to be here. Yeah, we always welcome the opportunity to hang out with you and talk with you, but especially talk about disciple making, discipleship. Yeah, so uh, coming at it um, from a pastoral role, because you guys, we'll talk about it as we go, you guys do a lot of training and uh uh, strategy help, uh, development for churches, um, but you're pastors as well. So uh, currently pastors, That's right? And so um, you're living this. You know what I mean? It's not like something you did years ago. It's not something you're planning on doing in the future. It's uh, it's something you're doing it, and so you're learning as you go. Mark, just talk to us about uh, how how that kind of balances out. Well, you know, it's it's challenging, but I think that's for us. We think that is kind of what's unique. Um, because look, let's let's be real and honest. You know, we've all met you know church consultants or experts. You know, they say experts are people. You know, they're at least twenty miles out of town with a briefcase, or I guess now it would be an yeah, iPad. But, that's right. Uh, so we've met those people who aren't practitioners, who aren't really in the you know everyday ministry. But I think that's kind of what drives our passion is that uh, we we Andy and I talk about this all the time. We we have learned more about. Uh, what not to do because we've made the mistakes okay mm-hmm. and so we want to help people avoid those mistakes and we have a passion for making disciples that make disciples and since we're doing it since we're in the middle of it now i think it stays fresh for us and um and we we keep making mistakes so we still have things to say yeah so you're able to learn from uh, hey don't do this we just tried this last year and boom here's what happened that's right so let's be very careful about this that's exactly mark right. is the lead pastor at fultondale first baptist church and a uh, lead strategist for disciple making for the alabama baptist state convention also author of a couple of different books we'll let you talk more about those in a few minutes andy is at grace baptist church out in summerton alabama uh, both guys i'm very familiar with churches i'm very familiar with uh, Andy talked to us about uh, pastoring, and really, you, know, you were pastoring before you guys started doing all this stuff. How how did that happen? Well, uh, Mark and I were actually uh, probably in a lot of the same rooms for years, and we never met each other. Yep. And over the last few years, we've been able to connect with each other and some other pastors who are actually doing this they're they're making disciples so it's been neat to to have that connection with other pastors who are interested in doing this and it's almost like disciple making is such an old thing it's new again yeah you know there's been such an emphasis the last few decades on church growth and and all these systems and structures and it's almost like the forgotten art of disciple making doesn't necessarily mean disciple making no unfortunately no it doesn't those those two may not sure we can get into that be synonymous with one another but uh but just uh, seeing it firsthand how life change happens, but also how the culture of a church can change through a simple disciple-making strategy, it's kind of given me a heart to 
to reach out and help other people, encourage other people. And Mark and I met actually doing that, being involved in this and met at some disciple making events and realized we kind of shared the same heart and the same philosophy for doing things. So we just. So how long ago did y'all meet? What's been about? Six years now. Six years. Oh, six, wow. years. six years. Yeah. Say about yeah. five See, now I didn't realize so, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys just seemed like two, two, we uh, hit it off. two, two it such top yeah. partners. I would have thought yeah. y'all went further back than yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Most people say that. Yeah. Most people say if they see one, they see the other. But, yeah. But really, that's what happened. I mean, we just we were there together at a pastor event, mm-hmm. and uh, just realized, hey, this guy's talking about the same things that that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize that there was uh, books and conferences, and I, I felt like maybe I was just one of a few people who that was the the lane I was driving in. And come to find out, there was a lot of guys who were involved mm-hmm. in investing in in that. So, and to find out that from Mark and some other pastors has been encouraging, but also to find out the need is there. Uh, we were a part of some events where uh, disciple making was emphasized and pastors were in the room and it was asked, and we ask this quite often when we get pastors in the room, how, how many pastors have personally been discipled? Not just been to seminary or been mm-hmm. to classes, but how many of, of the, the leaders in the church have had somebody invest in them one-on-one or one a few over an extended period of time? And you'd be shocked. At the, mm. what, 25, maybe 30% of pastors we've been around the last few years have said they've been personally discipled. And one guy uh, stood up in a room and he said, uh, I haven't been, and what are you guys going to do about it? Yeah, what are you going to uh, do about it? So, that's right. so th- I think that was kind of the genesis of what one of the things that's happening in our state with the disciple-making movement. Yeah, what, as you guys got into this, what was the, was there one big thing that, it, or maybe two that was like, wow church we're just missing this maybe even in your own church like why are we not doing this i mean was there something that was like the first thing to attack right off the bat for me no it was kind of a slow process but i'll be honest so i I know i'm i'm fortunate and blessed because i was discipled in college so i had somebody personally pour their life into me and so i caught that disciple making bug early and it's been my passion ever since. Now, but, did that happen as part of an organized effort or just happen? Yeah, it was a part of a ministry on campus. It was. Okay. It was. And so I went home to my home church in Dothan, Alabama at the time, and I was so pumped, man. I was like, we're going we're gonna to change this church. We're going to change Dothan, Alabama through this process that Jesus introduced. And so I went and told my, my pastor there, love him to death, and uh, he was very kind, very sweet. He says, that's great, Mark, but it doesn't work that way in the local church. Mm. Yeah. I was like, What? And so I, I was convinced he was wrong, but over time I just kept hitting brick wall after brick wall, and so I thought, well, maybe he's right. Later, fast forward several years, God called me into the ministry, and I, I made the commitment then, you know what, he's not right. Jesus is right. And, you know, we say this all the time, you know, as pastors, we're famous for saying, well, the message never changes, but the methods do. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to reaching people for Christ, yes, the methods need to change sometimes because mm-hmm. we can't reach people for Jesus by knocking on doors, you know, um, on Tuesday nights as well as we could maybe in 1985. But right. I've said that too. That's right. Look, nobody's home. And right. if they are, they don't answer the that's door. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> but when it comes to making disciples, the process of evangelism and discipleship combined, because that's really what disciple making is, when it comes to the method and the message of making disciples, it never changes because what Jesus gave us 2,000 years ago still works today. And so that's kind of my journey. And when I became a pastor, I realized this isn't happening. And if I'm ever going to grow a church, build a church, have a healthy church, if I'm going to fulfill the Great Commission, then I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. I've got to pour my life into a few and ask them to do the same. Yeah. yeah so, my- so that's kind of 
the path we're going to go down here is that it's people investing in other people. I mean, you know, that that's it. It's not a it's not a uh, not a class you attend or a book you go through. It's 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 a journey. That's right. With with Jesus and somebody else. That's exactly right. Like that, right? Yep. You're, yeah. You're, it's, it's not programmatized. Right. It's not you know a semester where you know you're going to a class and sitting in a classroom. It's life on life, and it is an extended period of time you spend with somebody in that life on life thing. But it's the rest of your life you spend yeah. following Jesus as a disciple, making disciples. And what Mark was saying, uh, he was blessed to have that experience where somebody invested in him personally. I was on the other end of the spectrum mm-hmm. where when I was first starting out in ministry and I, I got to know you then, it's been a while back, mm-hmm. I started going to pastors. Don't, don't talk about how long. Oh, man, it's been a while. <laughs> me, me and him both had a nice head of hair. We then. had a lot of hair then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I would go to pastors and say, hey, I need help. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. And and I got a lot of empty promises. Yeah, I'll help you. And it never they never followed up. So instead of that kind of driving me away from wanting that, I wanted it even more. So probably some guys, you know, uh, we started meeting together. We mm-hmm. started, didn't realize we were discipling each other. And I'm like, man, this works. I'm going to start trying this. And in and, and ministry throughout the years, I've just kind of done what I thought Scripture said we're supposed to do and invest in a few as well as, you know, pour into the life of your church. And it's it's just it's worked over over time, and I kind of got a system of how I, I, I developed to do that, how it kind of worked in in my world, and didn't realize other people were doing the same thing, and it was awesome to find that out. Well, I've always found that, too. It's neat when you see other people, and they're, they're making the same discoveries or speaking the same language, because mm-hmm. then it sort of affirms you going, okay, I'm on the right path here maybe a little bit. If I'm the only one doing this, maybe, uh, you know, yeah. but, if, but if God's given other people the same idea vision right. language then you go okay and, and so it should affirm you right in what you're doing right. um, yeah and you you go through you know books or, or programs or whatever and you fill in all the blanks and you realize you get to the end of that and you're like now what you know mm-hmm. I'm, i've completed that i've checked that off the list so when well, now you start a new one yeah so <laughs> so we just kind of kept going back to our let's yeah. just study scripture let's yeah. just see you know what jesus did and what jesus said and let's just study that and do that right. yeah yeah, well, that, it's a great. Let's just define. I'm sitting there thinking we're saying all this, and maybe people are listening and don't even really know what we're talking about. Uh, let's just define ever how you want to do it: disciple or disciple making. Yeah, I'll, put a definition out there. On I'll it, share. We'll take a break. I'll share our, our churches, and they're uh-huh. very similar to Grace's. Uh-huh. But we define disciple as a devoted follower of Christ who is uh, growing from the inside out. Mm-hmm who loves God, loves people, and makes disciples. So we believe, you know, you're not really a disciple until you're making the disciples because that's what Jesus kind of commanded us to do. And the process of disciple-making is intentionally entering into somebody's life yeah. to help them know and follow Jesus. And that's kind of the way we help people understand what disciple-making is. Yeah. Because if we don't simply define it, it does become a program. It does. Or it does become a curriculum. Yeah. And that's not what Jesus called us to. He didn't say make converts or church members or, mm-hmm. or graduates. He said make disciples. Well, and again, and the fact that you have it clearly defined, and a lot of churches have done that more, I'd say, over the last decade maybe, yep. and you read maybe theirs versus yours, and you go, ah, they basically said the same thing. That's good. That's a good thing. Absolutely. If you're trying to say something that the, nobody else is saying yeah. with your vision or your yep. strategy, and it's like totally different than everybody else because you want to be different, yeah, we call that be, heresy. Yeah. So yours yeah. is going to be, yeah, yeah, that's right. So yours is going to be similar. Sure yeah, yeah. That's right. Ours is very simple. It's a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ committed to making disciples. Mm-hmm. And we use that simple definition to unpack mm-hmm. and to give a target because if we know what a disciple is and what a disciple looks like, 
that let us that lets us know if if a man or a woman or a boy or a girl is on track with mm-hmm. growing to become like that and doing those things and mm-hmm. having those spiritual uh, characteristics and traits that we want to invest in. Yeah. Well, we we talked about you know we love God, live the gospel, and share Jesus. You yeah. Know? And so it's a, it's kind of the same thing, right. Like that. Okay. We are visiting with uh, Mark Ganey, Andy Frazier, two pastors here in our state, who uh, help other folks think through uh, discipleship in their church as well they've got a podcast we'll tell you a whole lot more about that resources books all kinds of stuff and uh, they got actually uh, so they have conferences so uh, we'll, we'll get more into that as we go forward you stay right here with us it is priority talk good news christian values on wxjc radio and we welcome you back in priority talk we're talking discipleship here today and we're glad to have you along with us don't forget you can always go back and listen again priorititalkradio.com find the podcast and of course we've got a video on the facebook page as well you can uh, see these three guys if you'd like uh, just go back some of you may be watching now if not go back and check it out later dr mark ganey andy frazier in studio with us uh, pastors and we're talking discipleship and uh you guys now how long ago did y'all start your podcast uh, uh church leadership podcast been a minute. It's been a minute. Because y'all didn't meet, but six, six, Let's seven see, years ago. I, about this time, four years ago is when when we started talking about it. So it's been three and a half years since three and a half years mm-hmm. since we started podcast. And y'all so. do a, an episode. How frequently is it? It was weekly for a really long time. Yeah, the last <laughs> year has been a challenge with our schedules and yeah. everything. But yeah. we we try. Well, I know, to, just trying to get you here. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. But uh, our attempt, our goal is to put out at least three or four months. So yeah. Okay. Well, that's outstanding. And in the podcast probably about anything people have got a question about discipleship y'all have probably covered it you know yeah. you get to a point where you're like eh, go back to three years ago there's a <laughs> right. whole hour on that that's you right know? well the good thing about the podcast is called church leadership podcast and you find it on any um you know podcast any, platform any platform you want mm-hmm. and youtube but it, church leadership is such a broad topic obviously we focus on disciple making but we cover everything imaginable in church leadership so that that's you know we never run out of you know, questions or thoughts or content on, on a yeah. podcast like that. What about pastoral leadership? Um, I know, is that something y'all are able to help pastors with? Because a lot of pastors uh, may be great teachers, they may be great uh, bedside, great funerals, really, but but nowadays you've got to be, have some leadership uh, moxie about you to, as complicated as the world is, you got to be able to not only lead yourself but lead others as well. Yeah, we are blessed to be a part of uh, what our our state board does and what some other organizations. That would be the Alabama Baptist, Alabama Baptist State yeah. Board of Missions, and another organization called Passion Tree, and then the group that Mark and I work with, Inside Ministries. We partner together to lot, a lot to have roundtables and conferences and trainings for pastors and. And man, we offer all kinds of opportunities for them to to jump in and and receive equipping and encouragement. But a lot of it comes through just plain old, are you a pastor who has been discipled? If not, let's walk along beside you and and let's make sure you understand. I mean, you may have been in seminary and you know how to, you know, preach expository sermons, right. but Well have seminary you, does a good job of absolutely. all that, but they don't really give you that part of it necessarily what we found is is if if you're doing disciple making well and doing it in a healthy way you're developing leaders and you're equipping people to be leaders so even in that process of helping pastors understand disciple making you're actually investing in in their leadership skills as well yeah i I didn't um ask it this way but 
what do y'all how do you do that with say if there's a pastor out there or a church that says hey i'd like for a pastor to have access to somebody that they could walk with or whatever what's that look like we have opportunities uh throughout the year we have like i said some roundtables and conferences but also we provide uh some what we call pastor huddles uh, opportunities for guys all around the state some guys from hawaii and Colorado and Texas and all kinds of places who have uh, been involved in this because we utilize technology before COVID hit. We're inviting guys to come in. We were doing uh, Google Hangouts and Zoom calls and stuff like that. So we still do that where pastors for free can actually uh, be a part of some of these uh, pastor leadership huddles. How do they find that? At Insight Ministries? Is so that actually, where? the huddle part, you can you can find more information at disciplemakingal.com. Okay. And uh, in fact, we have an event this week, or next week, next Monday and Tuesday. Tell us about it. It's a roundtable in Elmore, Alabama, and so Central Alabama. Sure. But uh, it's it's for pastors, for church leaders to learn more about disciple making. But that's going to be kind of the the ramp for launching some okay. of these huddles. So that's and, introduction kind of. It is. Okay. It is. And you know, um, we we've got we've got so many tools and and things available to us because technology and a lot of what we do, what we find, especially at Insight. Um, we find that we're curators of a lot of tools and information because there's so much out there. People, you know, they get lost in the jungle of the internet when trying, they're trying to find yeah. tools and information. So we try to help, uh, you know, streamline that for people. And, and obviously we do beyond the huddles, beyond the conferences and roundtables and beyond the podcast. Um, our goal and our passion really is, and I would even say, especially Andy's expertise, is coaching and walking people through this just personally. And I, yeah, that's what God's called yeah. us to do. In addition to being pastors, yeah. we believe that calling is just as important on yeah. our lives. How many people are you able to work with? I mean, like that on that one-on-one well, kind of level. Uh, I, mean, you know. I mean, one-on-one, it, it, it just depends on what the, the, the person or the church is needing. How much it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but generally we work with six or eight pastors at a time. Yeah in a group format and then we help them individually, individually within well. that group so yeah. that's, that's insightministries.org if anybody wants to find out about information dot org, and that disciple making round table you were speaking of coming up for folks whenever you're listening September 27th 2022 down in Elmore County so we want to make sure you know about that as well uh, what are some of the questions, common questions that people, uh, you know, ask, you know, just right off the bat with you guys as far as as far as disciple making? I'll tell you pastors. the first one that we always get. Yeah, what's the big thing? And we laugh because we get it all the time. And it's what curriculum do you use? And mm-hmm. and we always tell them the Bible, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we really don't. We 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 tell people be careful not to be married to a curriculum because what happens is when you are when you when when you disciple when you equate discipleship or disciple making with the curriculum. When people go through that curriculum and they're finished, they check it off, they graduated, they're wondering, mm-hmm. okay, where's my certificate? I'm right. done. right? But I'm a disciple. That's right. And I'm yeah. a disciple maker even. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and that's not how Jesus' model works. And so we want to we want to drive people to Bible engagement because, you know, Lifeway did a study a few years ago, and that's, that's the number one factor in, in growth, spiritual growth, is Bible engagement. And so we want to drive people back to God's Word every time. So what curriculum do you use? Yeah. Well, let let me ask, within the Bible, where do do you go? We we study the whole Bible, really, and truly. Where where do you start? Um, Most of the time, we start with the book of John. If if somebody's never really walked through the Scripture, we'll walk through uh, uh, teaching them how to 
to read, understand, apply, and mm-hmm. pass on scriptural principles. We'll teach people how to journal, uh, simple spiritual disciplines, prayer, fasting, worship, you know, those kind of things. We'll pass on those things. And a lot of times the people we're discipling or the pastors we're passing these principles on to will say, all right, here are some uh, irreducible minimums mm-hmm. that a disciple must understand. They must understand these things for their own life and understand them in a clear enough manner to be able mm-hmm. to pass them on to somebody else. Well, my next question then would be, what are those? I mean, what well, are those irreducible minimums? Because I think that's what yeah. a lot of people are missing. They, I find a lot of people like overemphasize some things and underemphasize other sure. things, and that's just natural. That's right. So you have to be, you have to really be intentional to, to keep things well balanced for people you know some pastors right. are really good on these that's kind right. of issues but weaker on those that's and that's just that's the way it is sure. there's nothing wrong with that you, but you have to realize it right what I, are some what are the irreducibles? i'm gonna start naming some off is this pretty simple yeah is, is it, it, is it it's a, simple it's Definitely a finite simple. list uh i don't know if it's finite I, it's for finite for me because i'm a simple person yeah if i f- leave some out andy you right. you you share with me you tell me but uh, the bible's the first right bible engagement that's that's where we want people to start because it's like you know give a give a guy a fish you feed him for a day, you mm-hmm. teach a guy to fish, you feed him for a lifetime, that kind of thing. Teach him how to how to read God's Word, how to study it, um, like Andy already said, how to memorize Scripture, how to journal, those kind of things. Um, we want to teach them prayer. <laughs> you know, uh, I think, at least for me, for a long time, I forgot that. I'm like, well, people know how to pray. Well, no, yeah. they don't. You know, when they come to Christ, they don't know how to pray, so teach them how to have a conversation with God. Right. Um, teach them spiritual disciplines, fasting. Um, simplicity, solitude, those kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, we want to want to help them to understand accountability within the context of of grace and love. Um, what else am I well, missing, Andy? Well, and the things we're talking about, it's not just uh, principles and information we're trying to pass on. We want life transformation to happen. Mm-hmm. So this happens in a one-on-one or a one-on-few setting when we're discipling people in our churches or even discipling pastors mm-hmm. in these huddles because you can get to a certain point where you have too many people and it's hard. Yeah. So so these core competencies, these irreducible minimums, uh, Bible engagement, prayer, spiritual disciplines, accountability, as Mark said, teaching people how to do just simple ministry mm. uh, and, and serve people because some people don't do it because they've not seen it modeled or they've not had it properly taught to them, using their spiritual gifts, um, understanding the benefit of genuine community yep. and involvement, uh, membership in a local church and what that means because people are looking for that. People want connection. People want uh, to be loved and accepted, and that happens within the, the, the context of not only this group but a local church. Teaching people how to share the gospel, how oh, to share their one. faith. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big one. And that's a huge one, uh, and modeling that for yeah. them in this context. And then... Uh, like I said, as you make disciples, you're actually developing leaders. So letting them understand that their responsibility as a as a believer is to pass this on to somebody else. Sure. So All teaching right. them how to do Talking that. Talking disciple making with uh, Mark Ganey, Andy Frazier. They're here in studio with me. If you're missing uh, any of this conversation, go back and listen to it in its entirety. Priority Talk Radio, the podcast. You can find it. We'll come right back with a few more moments. I want to get into sort of, okay, what's a church do next? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now we've talked about generally Okay, what do we do next week to get this thing going to do a better job at, at what we were commanded to do in the Great Commission? So we'll do that when we come back. Stay with us, Priority Talk Radio. And we return more Priority Talk here on WXJC Radio. Greg Davis here, of course, with you. And we're uh, talking disciple-making 
I think I started off saying discipleship, but I think we've transferred now. I've transferred to disciple making. Is that more descriptive, probably? That, of, that's a great term. I love that. Yeah, term. of what we do. I, well, I know I picked it up from you guys. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I know that term, but. Uh, Dr. Mark Ganey and Andy Fraser with us, and of course they've got uh, InsightMinistries.org. Andy does I N C I T E Ministries.org. You can find the uh, Church Leadership Podcast there. Uh, Mark also has written a couple of books, including the Four Invitations book. Quickly uh, put a plug in for that. Mark. Sure, Four Invitations. It's the Four Disciple Making Invitations of Jesus, and uh, it, it kind of outlines in Jesus's ministry those invitations of. Um, come and see, be with me, follow me, and abide in me, mm-hmm. and how those kind of really do give us a roadmap or a pathway for us to make disciples in our own lives and our own churches. Yeah, so know. who's the book intended for? Um, I wrote it for that uh, normative size church pastor or church leader uh, that, like me, has gone to these big conferences and in the middle of a sea of humanity, looking around at all these people in skinny jeans and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hip churches that are massive with, you know, huge staffs and going, this is not yeah, that, me. How happen. do I do this? I can't do this. And so it's written for those people to say, you can do this. Okay. But it doesn't look like that. It actually looks more like what Jesus did. Four Invitations uh, book. You can find that as well, and uh, we'll mention again, according to when you hear this, but September 27th, 2022, Disciple Making uh, Roundtable down in Elmore. So uh, folks could certainly drive to that. And uh, we're heard not quite to Elmore, but close, uh, Chilton County. So if you're out there, then uh, that would be uh, something maybe you might could uh, take a shot at. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, but the Church Leadership Podcast, I have found helpful. So I hope people will check that out at I-N-C-I-T-E, insightministries.org. And uh, you can, they can get to know you guys really well. There's plenty to go back and listen to. I mean, this is one of the, they can just go back and start at the beginning, can't 151 they? 151 episodes, yeah. Wow. Keep you, keep yeah. You, uh, it rolls up quick, doesn't it? It yeah. does. It does. You know, I, one, at one time, I did a, a sort of a calculation of how many hours I've been on the radio. Uh, yeah, it sure. adds up. I mean, yeah, you I don't start, know if you want to do You that. start talking about two hours a day. I, there's a lot of your life yeah, right there. That's a yeah. lot. Uh, you know, for years and years and years and years, you're like, wow. Yeah, so you can cover a lot of territory. That's good. But we found it helpful. You know, uh, we, we have found making our uh, ourselves available to utilize the platforms mm-hmm. and technology out there is, is helpful. Yeah. You know, writing a book's great but you're probably going to actually get more engagement through doing what we're doing today. Yep. It's making something available where well, somebody's driving down the road. people and, in different ways. Yeah, That's right. so, definitely. There's yeah, people that will read that never listen and people that listen or watch mm-hmm. that will never read. Absolutely. So it, you have to do it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have to all, do all things to reach all people, you know, kind of. Like Paul or somebody said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he was kind of way ahead of, his, uh, ahead of his time. Okay, so we've been talking about disciple-making. Look, any of us can look at our church and go, and we're not doing as well as we should be. This is this is one of those topics, sort of like, you know, you get up and you talk about prayer, and you can make anybody feel guilty, you know, That's that right. they're not praying That's enough right. or praying the right way or, you know, their prayer life is not what it should be. And so this is one of those issues for a church. You know, we always want to be doing a better uh, job at, at, at disciple making. Um, so there's probably plenty of churches out there, people, whether they're a member or a leader or a pastor that are listening, and uh, they're going, man, I need to do something. So what can I do? Uh, where, where do I get started? You know what I mean? I want to do something next week. What, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? So what I would say is I, I, I think it's it's 
kind of an urgent deal. I think if we look at our churches like most of us do and say, we need to do a better job of making disciples than make disciples, we do need to take action and do something now. But we need to do it with caution, knowing that it is a long process, right? And, you know, we say disciple-making is a long journey, but it always starts with that first step. And so the— Mature disciples don't show up in two weeks. No. No, they don't. So, it's, you know, you're not going to turn around in two weeks and your church is going to suddenly be full wow, of people, look what yeah, we did. Right, people yeah, that are very yeah. immature in their faith, and all of a sudden they're just going to be, that's right. you know, mature champions. You know, got that would it all be to, awesome. Yeah, but, no, but yeah. that's not going to happen. But you can get started quickly. Yes, you can. You, you so, can get started quickly, and and if it is a, a if you want a quick church growth strategy, it's terrible for that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so if you it's want a, a long-term pot way to probably microwave. wouldn't sell Improve. too well through Facebook ads, yeah, like right. your church and so many. If you want a long-term way to invest in your church's health. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah, for doing that. Grow yeah. your so. church in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would encourage most, people most to pastors do, go or people go. Well, pastor, pastor won't be here in ten. That's years. right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Give me two years. Unfortunately, yeah. that's the case. So what I would say is, you've got two choices. Okay, I would say start discipling people. If you're a leader, if you're a church member, if you're a pastor, start discipling people. But then the, that's the other side of that is, well, what if I've never been discipled? And and I, we do believe that the, the the Bible clearly teaches the process of being poured into before you pour into others. And so if that's you, if you're like, I want to disciple people, I don't know how, I don't know where to start, then the next step, the, the first step for you would be be discipled. Mm -hmm. And that's why we do these huddles that that Andy and I have been talking about. Uh, It's for church leaders. It's for church members. It's for pastors who have never been discipled. Typically. They're online. So it doesn't matter where you are. So somebody can plug into one of them. Absolutely. And we encourage people to do that. You can can reach out to us if you need to. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you can uh, send us a line at our our podcast at contact at churchleadershippodcast.com or contact at insightministries.org and say, I want to be in a huddle. And uh, we'll make sure that we get you in one of our next huddles. Because yeah, and we've talked a couple of times about uh, Alabama Baptist because you do some work for Alabama Baptist with them. That's right. But this is broader than that. Okay? You right. don't, you, this is anybody out there. Anybody. So you got, if, you, if you're leading a church, you, you're, you're eligible That's right. uh, to jump in here um, and, and be a part of this. So so you're saying, first of all, just uh, get poured into yourself. And really, we all need that on an ongoing basis anyway. That's Absolutely. Right. You know, no, what's enough of that? Is it enough for a pastor? And I know this is a this can vary, okay? We're talking generalizations. Um, is it enough for a pastor to have another pastor that they meet with regularly? Maybe they get breakfast or lunch together on a regular basis, and they're able to talk about things. Is that is that sufficient? I think that's awesome. I think that's incredible. You're saying so, most aren't doing that. Most aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do, they're talking about the games. Yes, shallow. This last weekend, yeah. not yeah. not God's word. So, there's three, you know, kind of relationships. I think everybody needs. You need a Paul, somebody mm-hmm. pouring into you. Yeah, you, need you need a Barnabas, yeah. somebody right there Encourage with you, you walking life with you, and you need a Timothy, Timothy that you're pouring into. And yeah. so, yeah, I think pursue those relationships however you can find them. Yeah. And uh, so you're saying, Andy, you, you, you're saying most people don't have that at no, all. They don't no. have a Paul or a Timothy or maybe a Barnabas Barnabas. What we either. found is that the <laughs> healthiest church leaders and the healthiest churches, those church leaders are doing exactly what Mark's saying. They have somebody pouring into them, investing in them, equipping them, encouraging them, holding them accountable. Maybe somebody that they would say is they're equal or somebody maybe that's a little ahead of them well, in, and, in the faith. And see, and that's the thing that is intimidating about doing this. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what People I'm asking. People think you've got to have it all figured out to do it. You just yeah. need to be one or two yeah. steps ahead of like somebody. Like me, as a, as a guy that's 50, should yeah. I be looking for a guy that's 60 that's been doing it longer than I've been doing it? Not to necessarily. Just, or can it, be, can it be a guy that's 30 like you, Abs- Andy, that can well, pour into it? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Yeah. 
Or I mean, really, I, I'm 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 asking because no, people we, may want to know. We have a lot of younger who, pastors who discipling that? older pastors. Yes, yeah. we do. Who is that Paul? Who's qualified to be that Paul in my life? I think it's somebody that you know that, like Andy said, is just that one step ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally one step ahead. You know, if that means they they are one step ahead spiritually uh, in maturity, or one step ahead in, in years of life yeah. or stage or whatever, I think it's different for different people, but. That's exactly right. It's, you know, I think we wait too long because we're waiting for that perfect mentor. Yeah. yeah. And that perfect mentor doesn't exist. Yeah. And so find somebody who will pour into you. So somebody pour in you and then you're going to pour into somebody. Who, who is that? Well, uh, do you wait on somebody to come knock on your door? Hey, I need because they're probably that doesn't happen. We actively mm-hmm. recruit in our churches mm-hmm. uh, people to disciple. It is a, a high level of yeah. commitment and a high invitation where we go out and recruit people that we see who are yeah. faithful yeah. to church. And now, do Jesus you get accused of showing favorites? Absolutely. When you do that, listen. If you are making disciples, yeah. uh, you're going to be uh, yeah. accused of well, Jesus played favorites. Absolutely. He had three he, within the twelve. Yeah, he had yeah, twelve. So. He had three. Yeah. So yeah. So that's going to happen. Yeah, that so, but yeah, you, I mean, you're going to you're going to see a God at work in people's life in your church and you're going to see that actually in other pastors. And if if you're a pastor and you're hungry for that and you see something like that, in another pastor, go talk to them. The average pastor would love to have somebody approach them and say, hey, would you talk with me, sit down with me, have coffee with me, meet with me. And if you don't have that, that's what Mark was saying. Get in touch with us. Uh, we'll help you. We've got plenty of opportunities uh, yeah. for pastors yeah. to have somebody pour into you, invest and invest in you. In our church, we, we teach people. And, you know, it's it's kind of organic. It should be organic. So there's pools of people. So, like, you know, for our small groups or life groups or Sunday school, however you, you know you right. have it in your church, the pool of people you're going to draw from mostly is in the worship service. And so for these discipleship groups, um, these, you know, small life-on-life groups, the pool you're going to pull from mostly is your small group or life group or your Sunday school because you have those relationships. So we say look for people who are fat, faithful, mm-hmm. available, and teachable. Right. Right. That's who you're going to pour into. Yeah, I've heard that before. All right, let's review before we finish up here. We want to get folks to the Church Leadership Podcast, uh, and they can just search that in their in their favorite search. platform, if whether it's Apple or Google it, or whatever. Yeah, if you can't find it, go to churchleadershippodcast.com. Okay, so that'll get them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the four invitations book, so you can search, search that Amazon. with a number four. Number, number four. Four. Mm-hmm. four invitations book. Uh, that's good as well. And then September 27th, the Disciple Making Roundtable at Crossroads. If they want to just ask you about that, just a simple email, they could email one of you guys. Which What's the email address? Uh, let's, inf- let's email Andy. Let's, uh, let's, let's info at churchleadershippodcast.com. Okay, and that way you all will see it. Yeah. Info yeah. at churchleadershippodcast.com if you're interested in being part of that, uh, any of this, mm-hmm. but in particular that, uh, that roundtable on September 27th. Some Absolutely. of you may just want to go to that and, um, and, and, Look, this can be a good thing if you have to drive a little ways because that means you're getting away from people in your own community. And it's true. pastors need a place maybe sometimes to share that. That's right. Isn't the guy down the road or. And you people, get to be around other pastors, uh, and all of a sudden you figure out, hey, they're just as big a mess as I am. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And you got to drive while you're driving. Just listen to church leadership. There podcast. you go. There you go. That'll, that'll work out well. Or priority talk. Or right. priority talk. <laughs> One of the other. We're kind of uh, – all right. Um, thank you guys for coming in. A blast. I love what you do. I've been following for a long time and finally just got smart enough to coordinate and get you guys in here with me. And so we'll have to do it again. I have to have you all host for me sometime when I'm out. Well, it's been an honor. Think, think y'all could we do a full it. two hours on this? I, be, I think you could. We could probably talk a while. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. All righty. All right, we'll wrap it up right there with these guys. Thanks for being with us. It is Priority Talk Radio. If you missed any of this, go back and find it later. You can listen Priority Talk Radio.